I just wonder about like how to make that conscious decision of like setting your sights in that direction, you know? Yeah, and it's it's tough. And one thing that I've really tried to like really internalize lately is like imperfect action is so much better than perfect inaction. Like we can mm. try all day long to like make this perfect plan yes. but if we never do anything with it then like what's the point like yes. you can read like 50 books but if you never implement anything that you read like what was the point of reading those books like For if sure. you never change anything if you never like do anything with that information like why did you why did you spend your time doing that For sure. hello everyone welcome back to the seventh street podcast today we had the pleasure of talking with apple Kreider. He is a young entrepreneur. He's the host of the Young Smart Money podcast. And he came on to talk about business, finding the right path in life, and motivation, and little things you can do every day to try to get to where your goals are set. It was really interesting to talk to him. He's a super motivated, super inspirational, super driven guy. And he dropped a lot of knowledge on this episode. So please welcome Apple Kreider. Welcome to the 7th Street Podcast, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Clark, and I'm here with my gracious co-host. His name is... Hamza. And here we have sitting across from us, this man is so big, he literally has haters. Like, that's how you know you're popping when you have people that, like, hate on you. I went to high school with him. He I was high school with him. He's a he's my grade. He's a grade younger than Hamza. He is the host of the Young Smart Money podcast, and we are so grateful to have him on. His name is it's Apple Kreider. Nice to be here with y'all. Apple Kreider's in the house. Welcome Apple. Welcome Apple. Much appreciated for you coming on, dude. It's a pleasure, man. I'm stoked to be here. Absolutely. So, ru- run us through what you got going on right now, because like you really. Like, I've been looking at some of your stuff lately, and I just, like, am super impressed with... Because, like, I didn't really know you in high school, and, like, you've clearly just been, like, on the grind, (laughs) just, like, in the background, just, like, going crazy on shit. So, like, let us know what's going on, where people can find you, and what you're, like, happy to be doing right now. Yeah, straight up. So, first of all, just thank you for having me, man. I'm stoked to be here. Yeah, bro. It's super cool to see y'all. I mean, I didn't really know... I knew Hamza a little bit. Um, mm. in high school, but Clark didn't really know you too yeah. well, so it's cool to, to see what y'all are up to right now. But Definitely. yeah, like you said, man, doing a couple different things. Um, the main focus, though, is the podcast. So like like you said, Clark, it's called Young Smart Money. It's actually a top 100 business podcast on iTunes, so Boom. we're climbing the charts. Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> we're getting up there with the big dogs, so um, we're, we're getting after that. But yeah, so that's what I do. I interview every single day of the week. I interview um, a successful six, seven, eight, nine-figure online entrepreneur, people who are killing the game, doing some nine cool stuff. Nine figures? <laughs> Bro, what's nine figures, Hamza? Can you do that math, do you think? That's one with eight zeros after. I is that right, that's Apple? The, that's the math right there. All right. You're, okay, that's, nice that's, job. That's, 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 <laughs> at least that's the minimum for nine figures. Right, okay, got it. Clark's not good at math, so I have to kind of... Yeah, right, thank, we got the mathematician over here. Thank, yeah. thank you, Hamza. I appreciate that. Cool. <laughs> but yeah, so basically just sit down every single day, chop it up with somebody doing some cool stuff. 
um, and then on the back end what I do is uh, to make money is I build out like digital marketing sequences for the people that I interview so mm. people who need Facebook ads run people who need websites built just like any kind of online presence to get more people aware of them um, that's kind of what I'm doing on the back end to make money oh wow um, so I don't I don't put ads on my show or anything I like to keep it pretty clean um, I don't like sell to the listener I prefer to like sell to the guest instead oh wow that's super interesting I didn't I obviously didn't know that so how did you did you learn that yourself or because you're, you're in school at Madison yeah yeah so I'm in school at, what are you at studying Madison, personal finance which cool, is cool. kind of I mean I'm super passionate about personal finance like I could talk investing and like yeah. building credit all day long but like podcasting is also my passion so like those are the two things that I bounce around between and also digital marketing so those yeah. are like the, that's the triad right there right but <laughs> trifecta the trifecta so yeah like you said I go to school at Madison been there for two years got one semester left um, did a bunch of college classes in high school so I'm busting through it in two and a half years which I'm super grateful for yeah. so I can just like take off and like do my own thing but yeah. that's that's where I'm at that's great man and did you so with the digital marketing stuff did yeah. you teach yourself that is it kind of a self-taught thing or did you take classes for that how did that go um I didn't take any like classes through like school or anything I definitely um, invested in some mentorship with like people online that okay. I had met either through the podcast or just like heard their name around so mm -hmm. I found the people that were doing the stuff I wanted to do and basically paid them to teach me how to do it um, awesome just yeah so it's it's self-taught and then having mentors as well has been really really impactful man yeah and and just so people know like I I, I listen to a few of your podcasts and I really enjoyed them <clears throat> and just so people know like I was very very impressed with Apple's stuff I really recommend you guys check it out because if you're like kind of like a business mindset or you want to sort of get into that stuff, I think it's a really good um, threshold to cross just with your your podcast because you're a young dude, like you've obviously put in the work and I think people definitely can respect that and admire that. So people definitely check out the Young Smart Money podcast. Um, but yeah, dude, again, like, thanks so much for being on. I appreciate it. I appreciate you plugging that. I don't need my ego any bigger than it already <laughs> is, but I, I appreciate the, the generosity, man. <laughs> Absolutely, bro. Um, but yeah, so I, I want to talk about the po your podcast a little sure. bit because a little bit more, um, because I listened to an ep episode with, it was with Caleb Maddox, I think. Oh, that dude's a stud. That, that's crazy. So <laughs> if you, you could probably do it justice a little bit better explaining kind of his background if you want sure. to. Because that, that episode fascinated me. Yeah. So Caleb Maddox, for y'all that don't know, he's, I believe he's 18 now. He might still be 17. But um, I, I heard about this kid. I met him originally at an event in Nashville in January. So a while back. And we briefly connected, didn't really get to say much to him, but I saw him around, saw he was really young and saw that he was killing it. He had like, at that point, I think he'd written like 10 books. And keep in mind, this kid was like 16, 17 years old, written 10 books. I was like, what? I know, it makes no sense. I was like, it's crazy. this is crazy. Like, what is, what is this kid writing about? Like, like, yeah. like how to, I don't even know how to get an A in math class. Like, yeah, what, right. What's going on? So I like dug deeper into this dude and saw that he was like really killing the game. Yeah. So I was traveling out to Arizona to speak at an event. And that's he lives in Scottsdale, and I was speaking in Scottsdale. So I hit him up on Instagram. I was like, "Dude, I want to interview you. You seem like a really cool guy." So he said, "Let's make it happen." So I met him in Scottsdale in his apartment, and this dude's like 17 years old. He's got a massive like penthouse apartment. It's just insane. So Man. sat down with him and really got to chat it up and, and learn a lot about him and his story, which is it, it's absolutely ridiculous because how he got started was his dad started paying him um, twenty dollars for every personal development book he read at like mm. the age of like eight years old maybe wow, he got okay. started reading like think and grow rich rich dad poor dad like these classic classic personal development books and 
he, he just got hooked in the world of personal development. So he started teaching kids about like how they could get involved with personal development at a young age and, and really like take charge of, of their lives and, and really like start uh, like moving forward, you know, at a young age. Right. So that's where he got started. And now he actually talks a lot to parents about like how to help their kids get started the way he got started, which is it's, it's bananas. And he's like speaking on stages in front of like thousands of people. Yeah, so and cool. he's just got some crazy energy. Like I can't recommend this dude enough. Like mm -hmm. y'all should definitely check him out. I think his ad is Caleb. So K-A-L or C-A-L-E-B-M-A-D-D-I-X, Caleb mm -hmm. Maddox on Instagram. Like he, he spits fire like that dude. Yeah. He knows his stuff and he's, he's like, it just blows me away every time I have a conversation with him, honestly. But does he spit as much fire as Hams over here? That's the real question. <laughs> that right? I cannot confirm. <laughs> yeah, Apple doesn't know. I don't know. He's Reminder that my EP's coming out soon. Still, bro <laughs> still broke. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, Hams is trying to come out with a little bit of a music Ooh, project. All right. It hasn't really... Uh... It's taken off a little bit. <laughs> it's taken off a little bit. <laughs> I'll stay tuned. Absolutely. But yeah, dude, that's super cool. And yeah, the it's just dope that... Um, those, those guests that you have are really interesting. So yeah, everyone check that out. Um, so I want to move on to a little bit about just like your mentality, because obviously sure. it takes a lot of work to kind of do what you do, obviously. So kind of what, ha what are the things that like have most resonated with you in terms of mindset? Because we're big, like we talk a lot about mindfulness and all this yeah. stuff on the podcast. So um, I'm just curious, like how do you kind of continue on with all these different projects you have to juggle? Kind of what's like your mindset and mentality going into all these different uh, hats that you wear? Yeah, that's a really good question and something that I've been thinking a lot about lately because I'd say about nine, nine months ago, I was like really, really stressed out. Like I was just like, like I couldn't think about anything. Like my brain was just running at a thousand miles an hour every single minute and I didn't know what was going on. So I sat down with some of my other buddies at school and I basically told them like, guys, I, I feel so like unfocused. Like I had, I had some businesses, I was making a little bit of money, but I was just like, so uh, my brain just hurt all the time. And they're like, man, you're doing too much. Like mm -hmm. you're doing way too many things. And they, they advised me and I would advise anyone else who's like feeling like they're, they're doing too much to literally go. I went to a whiteboard and I wrote down every single thing that I was working on, like every project I was working on. Mm -hmm. And I had 27 things that I was working on. It was crazy. Like I, realized that like there's no way that I'm doing 27 things at any reputable level whatsoever like I knew I was doing a, like a half-assed job at like all mm. these different things right and that's why I was so stressed out all the time because I was like I should be doing this and I should be doing that now I have that to work on and I have to send an email to this person and like edit this thing and there was just way 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 too much going on so at that point I was like I have to simplify so what I did was I, I told myself that I could pick three things on that list to work on and the other 24 things I had to avoid at all costs. Wow. It wasn't like a prioritize the top three and like right. do the rest on the side. It was like three things and no other things. Like all the other things are a hard no on anything that comes my way. Like someone could offer me like a million dollars to do one of those things. I'm not going to do it. Like it needs to be like one. It's so it's so important to be focused. Like that's right. one of the biggest lessons that I've learned is like if you try to do everything, you end up accomplishing nothing. Like right. you can't, you can't spread your energy so thin. And one thing that Caleb Maddox actually talked about on the podcast was linear energy and like focusing all of your energy on one thing. Cause when you do that, you can move in a, in a linear direction, but if you spread your energy across all these different things, you try to go nowhere or you try to go everywhere. You end up going nowhere because right. you're like pushing in every direction. Right. So 
that's that's been the biggest thing for me is like really you got to hone in on what your priority is for for this moment for this season and just go all in on that because if you mm-hmm. try to spread that out across too many different things it's it's really it's really tough yeah and it, it's hard though because like there's so many like amazing opportunities all over the place yeah. and like there's these shiny objects that you could be like oh i see this person having so much success over here and this guy's like killing it over here right and like there's so many different things you could be doing but the thing is like you can be successful at any of them but you can't be successful at all of them like right. you need to pick something right and like get good at that one thing because like if if i need to hire someone for my business to run facebook ads I'm not going to hire someone who's like kind of good at Google ads, kind of good at Facebook ads. They know a little bit about Instagram and they have like a little bit of knowledge in all these areas. Like I want someone who is a killer at Facebook ads, who, who mm-hmm. knows how to just like slaughter the game with Facebook ads. Like that's what I'm going to hire. So you need to make sure that you are like really hyper focused and you really have like real value you can provide to people. Cause like entrepreneurship, people get it twisted. Like they think entrepreneurship is like making money that's not what entrepreneurship is. Entrepreneurship is providing value to people. Mm-hmm. And like when you provide value, that's when you can start making money from that. Right. But you need to focus on like, okay, where is the value coming from? Like what is my valuable skill that I can like bring to people and allow myself to like start creating an income? Cause like money doesn't come from nowhere. Like money flows where value goes. So you need to make sure that you are like putting value in to the system and to like the universe so that you can be getting like value back or like money back out of it, you know? Right, it's kind of a reciprocal transaction. Exactly, it's not right. just like taking. So if you try to take and take and take, there's not gonna be any left. Right. So if you're giving and giving and giving, then eventually you can start to make an ask, but you have to make sure you're giving and giving first. Like I think of it, kind of as a piggy bank, you know? Yeah. Like you can't withdraw until you like deposit a bunch of value into this thing. Mm-hmm. And then once you've like made a name for yourself and like really showed people what you can do, then then you can start to ask and then you can start to like sort of seek something for yourself. You I know? gotcha, okay, interesting. Yeah, that that's very, that resonates with me a lot because I think it's very easy to spread yourself too thin, especially yeah. like nowadays, like <laughs> you were so saying. Much. There's a million different ways to make money. There's a, will, a million different ways to be successful. There's a million different things that you want to do on a daily basis. I mean, we we literally have constant stimulation coming into us, yeah. just like social media and all this random stuff. But um, that's that's quite interesting. I I wonder, I wonder for myself personally mm-hmm. is a lot of the times I think like if I want to go for something, <clears throat> I'm very apprehensive to do it because mm-hmm. especially putting money down, like putting sure. a big deposit down for like new podcast equipment or mm-hmm. something like that, or uh, hiring someone to help me figure out ads, which yeah. I am looking to do in the future or something sure. like that. Um, when Do you have like a, a parameter, a set of parameters that you set for yourself for when you want to like put money into something or where do you think the threshold lies? Because I don't want to be throwing my money at some random thing that has no payout. Yeah, and I mean, as a college student, like money's money's tight. Exactly like, right. It's not just like coming in all over the place. Exactly. You know? So I'm just wondering, from your experience, and you've clearly, so you've invested money and gotten value yeah. out of it, right? So how has it been for you? What kind of pushes you over the edge to decide to kind of make that conscious choice where like I'm going to put value into this? Yeah. In the hopes of kind of getting a return in the future. Yeah. So. You can really, I mean, you can either invest your time or your money. Like that's, that's as simple as it gets. Like whenever mm-hmm. you're trying to like accomplish something, like you could either, like if you want to edit a podcast episode, for example, you can invest your time into doing it yourself. Or you can invest your money into hiring someone to do it for you. And right. that, that sort of crossroads comes up in most decisions. 
um, whether it's like, like a lot of times we don't instinctually think of, of the option of hiring someone. We just think I have a podcast that needs to be edited, so I need to edit it. Right. Um, but, but there is usually that, that option to, to find some way to, to invest your money instead of your time. So when, when you have that decision to make, um, I'll talk about how, how I, how I make decisions first and like how I, how I think about things. Like, yeah, this I, is good. This is really, <laughs> this is good because I, I struggle a lot and I don't mean to cut you no, off, no. Yeah. but I, I, I struggle a lot with like my decisions, my decisions make my decision making. I feel like when I am like caught at a crossroads with something, I get so caught up with like the possible outcomes of each, you know, possible choice that I can make that I end up just kind of like sitting back and not making a decision. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think like I just become very apprehensive. So yeah, I'd love for you to kind of speak about how you kind of make decisions, your thought process with that um, and just moving forward with stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. So like the main thing that I use for decision making is I have a North Star and I think it's really important to have some kind of like North Star, like thing that you're like working towards, or, like moving towards, because if you don't have that like compass to like figure out what direction you're supposed to be headed in, then like, how are you supposed to know which way to turn? Like, if you don't know, like, I'm supposed to be headed north, should I turn north or south? Like, you need to know, like, which way you're going to make the best decision. So my North Star right now is I want to empower 100,000 young people to live a life that makes them feel fulfilled and excited every single day. Mm. So that's my North Star. So when I hit a decision, I'm like, okay, do I go left or do I go right? I think about, would going left help me reach that goal faster or would going right help me reach that goal faster right and, and so that's really the way that i i make my decisions and like based off of that I, I see a lot of people getting overly fixated on like the different sort of like platforms or like like a lot of people get like really fixated on like oh instagram is like the thing that i should be doing or like podcasting or whatever and f for me like podcasting is is like my cornerstone now like that's where the majority of like my people are right. um but i'm not i'm not overly fixated on podcasting like i have my north star and right now podcasting is the direction that's taking me closest to that goal because like i can reach hundreds of thousands of people in my podcast and like i can move myself closer to that goal but if there's a better opportunity that comes along that lets me achieve that goal better or faster or, or more effectively, then I won't hesitate to like turn from podcasting to this better opportunity. Mm. Now, I definitely won't do that lightly because like I will need to have very clear cut evidence that like this better like platform or, or whatever will help me get there faster because like I've invested a lot of time, energy, resources into podcasting. So, right. but, but like realizing that like I have this North Star, this, this, this the goal that I want to get to, this place that I want to get to. And I'm going to use the tools at my disposal to get there. So I sort of think of it as like building a house. Like right now, I'm building a house. And to build a house, you need different kinds of tools and materials. And right now, the tool that I'm using is a podcast. And that's helping me build this house the fastest. But if I, like, I'm going to need a different tool eventually. Like you can't build an entire house with just like a hammer. Like you're right, going to need right. like other stuff. You're going to yeah. need like a saw. You're going to need like a, I don't even know what. But like, you're going to need other stuff to build this house. So, a drill. Yeah, a drill. Like I don't, Multiple I don't like build stuff. So maybe. like, maybe. A screwdriver. You would probably use a screwdriver not a drill yeah i mean i have the arm strength for it. i don't know about you but i yeah. do <laughs> that's true sorry i didn't mean to come at you like that but i appreciate it but yeah continue apple i mean <laughs> i mean it's just about like realizing like where you're going and then thinking about every decision is like okay is this taking me closer to my north star and just a lot of people don't have that north star they yeah. haven't taken the time to think about like where they want to go right like, what they're trying to accomplish and that can be kind of daunting to be like, yeah. well, what do I want to do with my life? And like, 
honestly, I have no idea what I want to do mm-hmm. in like, even, like six months from now, you right. know, like once I graduate. So, well, well you see, see, that's, that's a big hang up for me is like, I don't know what the even, what the North star would even yeah. be, you know? So I just feel like it's so like, cause it feels like in this, in this world today, especially just the fact that like, it's constantly, everything's always moving forward, moving yep. forward. So it feels like for me, like I feel when you say it's daunting, like, yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like this looming thing hanging over, like you have to make a decision, you have to make a choice yeah. and like get into it. But it's like, then I get caught up with these weird decision-making anxieties or whatever, yeah. where like, I just eventually kind of collapse in on myself and don't take action on something because I, I'm, I'm worried that I like, if I get, if I aim at this North star, I'll just like go down the road and be too far down it. And I'll mm. realize I, I can't turn back or something like that, you know? Yeah. So like, I don't know. I just don't, I, I just wonder about like how to make that conscious decision of like setting your sights in that direction, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's tough. And one thing that I've really tried to like really internalize lately is like imperfect action is so much better than perfect inaction. Like we can mm. try all day long to like make this perfect plan yes. but if we never do anything with it then like what's the point like yes you can read like 50 books but if you never implement anything that you read like what was the point of reading those books like For if sure. you never change anything if you never like do anything with that information like why did you why did you spend your time doing that For so sure. making sure that like you're you're, you're doing something because like and, and regardless of of what you do like there's no there's no winning or losing like when i take action I don't see it as like a win or a loss. I see it as like I either like accomplish something or like I learned something about like what didn't work or like right. what I like or what I don't like. Cause like at, at this young of an age, like most people don't even know what they like to do. Most people don't even know like what they're good at. So right. just taking some time to like experiment with different things. Like I like to think about it in seasons and being like, all right, for the next like one to three months, I'm going to be in this season where I'm going to go all in with podcasting for example and i'm gonna learn as much as i can i'm gonna take action i'm gonna start a podcast i'm gonna publish twice a week i'm gonna like Mm -hmm. get really really deep into podcasting and then after like one to three months i'm gonna take a step back and evaluate like what did i like about this like what worked what what was i good at in this in this podcasting environment like which of these things that i like doing that i like editing did i like recording the episode did i like connecting with guests like Mm -hmm. what was what was good for me what was bad for me and then take that what you learned and like move into another season. If, if podcasting like didn't click for you, like move into the next season of, I don't know, maybe you start like a, like an Instagram agency or something where you like help people with their Instagram accounts right. and you run that for like a month or two months, three months. And then you like take a step back and evaluate what worked. Cause a lot of time people, A, they don't take action, but B, they don't evaluate like what worked and what didn't yes. of the action they took. Like yes. self-reflection is something that I really did not start actively doing until like six months ago because okay. like, I'm somebody who like really likes to be doing stuff. Like I always want to be executing, like moving forward, taking mm-hmm. action. And I always saw like self-reflection or taking a step back is like, well, I'm not doing anything. Like this is time that I could be using to like to like build more marketing funnels or run more Facebook ads yeah. or like connect with more people on my podcast. But if you don't take a step back to evaluate like what worked and what didn't, then I found myself just like butting my head into the wall over and over mm. and over again when I didn't realize there was a doorway like two feet to my left that I could have uh, just walked through the whole time. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it, it's really important to like 
actively take a step back and it's, mm -hmm. it's tough with all this instant gratification on like social media yeah, and stuff. Yeah, you can hop on yeah. Instagram and like waste hours away without thinking about like how your day went or like what you're enjoying about your life. Right. Like, yeah. it's, it's tricky yeah. to like take yeah. that time to take a step back. But now it's part of my daily routine. Every single day, I'll take a step back at the end of the day. I'll, I'll, I'll look at what I did, what went well, what didn't, and then what I'm going to do the next day. I always plan out my, my tomorrows my, today. There's this quote by a guy named Jim Rohn, who's like a personal development legend who I really, really respect. He's dead now, but he's he was a pro. Mm. Um, and he says, never start your day until it's finished. And I think that's such an amazing mm. quote because like you, you never want to like go into your day without having a clear cut plan of like what you're going to be doing, you know? Right. Like, every single day I make a three, I put three things on a checklist, the three biggest things that I'm going to do the next day. Um, and then I also make a schedule of like what I'm going to do and when. And that has been so impactful for me for moving the needle forward. I see a lot okay. of people making checklists of like 30 things. And when they only get like five of them done, they feel like shit afterwards. Yeah. You know? yeah. But like if you just pick like three things that would really like, like if you did those three things, like you could call that day a win. Like find those three things, do those three things. And, and then your day is a win, you know? For like, sure. That's, I mean, that's, that's what I do. I know for a lot sure. of directions there. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I appreciate it. That's, it's valuable information. I think the... It's, it's really important to have that sort of self-reflection and that's so true what you said about people, they set the bar too high, I think, yeah. so often and it's it's such like a natural reaction because like if you, if you don't set high standards for yourself, you feel like you're not going to be able to grow. Yeah. But also sometimes it can get to the point where you have 27 things on yeah. a whiteboard <laughs> and you can't even process the next move because you're so caught up in all the different things you need to do in the present. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah, the self-reflection thing is really important. Hamda, do you have ways to self-reflect? Do you, do you practice self-reflection often? Yeah. Well, mine is a more physical. Like I do like physical self-reflection in my body because, you know, I, I, I run and stuff. Yeah. So mm -hmm. then every day I always, when I'm laying in bed, I always do like head to toe or I guess toe to head. Like how am I feeling in each huh. time? And then after yeah. I take, I, I take some time to look at kind of just like, my day because i've been i've i've gone through a lot of stuff in the past that's made me reach a point where like i need to do that i'm trying to, i'm starting like i started journaling recently yeah. i'm really sporadic with it but i sure. do like if something important or something big happens to me i make sure to have it written down somewhere yeah. else. um but those are just like what i do to make sure like i'm not because like you said you you get super stressed out you yeah know, you get like lost and like it was like i could go Cause um oh so y'all he's been on the podcast a few times he's one of my roommates like mm -hmm. one of my best friends like he's been there for me like may, he's made me point out like I went like maybe f oh, two weeks not I hadn't smiled once I hadn't laughed once I hadn't done anything once like mm. two weeks of just like wow. no happiness whatsoever it's like something's wrong you need to like chill out you need to relax you need to take stuff whatever and other friends have been able to help me with that and that's kind of what so it wasn't like a like you had the moment like okay I need to do this. it was like mm -hmm. someone I was made to yeah and. That's probably one of the best decisions I've made for me. Yeah, man. I, I think especially just like through this year and even like this summer, especially, I think like the value of actually just like making connections with people and just being around other people is like so like that's probably been one of the main lessons that I've learned just in my life recently. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like because like the, you need those outside perspectives yeah. to be able to actually like assess where you are and how you exist in the world yeah you know and the, i think i mean we keep bringing it back to like the meta of like today but like today it's like such an individualized kind of like 
I need to get ahead of this person yeah. because if I don't, you know, they'll take this spot or whatever. Mm. I need to get this job or because this person might take like a it. Doggy dog world. Exactly. And and that's just kind of like the nature of the way that we live now and 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 it's constant comparison, so that kind of reinforces it. You know, with social media and all this stuff, you see like these big stars and you're like, "Oh, why can't I be them? Their life's so perfect." When in reality, it's not the case. But I just think, yeah, the importance of making connections and uh, that's number one, I think. That's, that's I think, probably going to be my newest, like, number one priority is, yeah. like, having a solid connection, having a solid network and being yeah. able to kind of build up from there. Yeah. Do you, do, do you think that that's, that's accurate? Dude, what I mean, that's why I started my podcast was, like, to mm. connect with high-level individuals and, like, build my network. Like, yeah. That's been the, the best thing is, like... I now have connections in like so many different spaces, like literally across the world of people mm. I can call up and like ask their advice. Like I have phone numbers of people who are like doing crazy, crazy things and I can just shoot them a text and be like, hey, what do you think about this idea? Or like, what would you do if you were in this situation? And it's just, it's it's so impactful or it's so like beneficial to have that network of like, of people that you can call on, that people that are just in your corner right. and, and who are supporting you in whatever you do and can really give you that like outside opinion. Cause like you said, man, it's so easy, like caught up in our ways of like, we were like me, myself, like I, I'll do something and I'll like get so caught up in what I'm doing that I'll like forget to look around. I'll have my blinders on and like, I'll need someone like, like somebody from my family or my friends to like call me out and be like, like, dude, you're like really neglecting this aspect of right. your life or you're like really mm-hmm. not like achieving in this area. Or you're really like, like holding back on on this and it's like wow I like I didn't even see that because yeah. I was just like so focused on like what right. I was doing that, right. that that you just forget about like all the different things and it's it's tough and, and I want to bounce back actually for a second to like how you mentioned like a doggy dog world I think one thing that I've really been trying to embrace lately is the idea of an abundance mindset have y'all heard of an abundance mindset before no, no. okay so basically there's there's kind of like two it, it's kind of like a not really, uh, like like an School, opposition schools here. of thought. Yeah, between like a scarcity mindset or an abundance mindset, and a scarcity oh, mindset okay. basically says like there's only so much to go around. Like if it's, if I don't get this, if this person gets this spot, then I don't get this yeah, spot. Right. Okay. The doggy dog. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's the doggy dog yeah. world. Yeah. But an abundance mindset basically says there's not a fixed amount to go around. Like the pie is not only so big. Like if like there is potential for it to get bigger. Like in the podcasting example because that's what I'm super familiar with like it there's I don't believe that there's only so many minutes of listening to podcasts that people are going to do like I don't believe that everyone in their head has a fix like I'm going to listen to two and a half hours of podcasts this week and that's it like right. I don't believe that I believe that if there's enough people providing enough value in podcasts like there's not a fixed amount of time that people are going to listen and like you getting like more listens on your podcast doesn't detract from me getting more listens on my podcast, right, you know, because right. like, as, as we both get better and as we both progress and as we both provide more value to people, like more people are going to listen to podcasts. People are going to listen to more podcasts longer, like right. that the space is only getting bigger. So as far as like the doggy dog goes, I mean, clearly there's like some areas where like maybe there's only one spot to fill, but for the most part, I, I personally like choose to believe that there is like opportunity, more, opportunity. Yeah. There's like opportunity to go around. Out. Yeah. And like you, like when I see somebody succeeding, like Caleb Maddox, for example, that dude's killing it. When I see him succeeding, I'm not like, damn, he's like taking up some of the space. Like yeah. there's only, there's, there's less space for me now. Like right. I see him, I see other podcasters like, dang. You're like happy. Like, yeah. I'm happy for you. Right? Exactly. Like, fuck, like, like that's, yeah. yeah. They're like opening people's eyes. They're exposing them to new ideas. And like all of that is just like building up 
everything and just making everything better. So like, mm. I, I think that's a really important thing as well for people yeah. to start thinking about. Like, are you in this place where, where you're getting bummed about like, you see like your friends succeeding, like, oh, they got this amazing internship or this job or whatever. And you're like, dang, like, what am I doing? Or are you like, wow, that's a great experience for them. And maybe I can learn from the knowledge that they're gaining from that position right. to like better myself. Right. Like it, it, it really comes down to thinking about like, how are you processing these events? And are you choosing to take it as like, how can I, how can I improve myself and learn from this? Or is it like, oh, that's, that sucks for me. Like now, now I can't get that spot, you know? Wow, man. Yeah. I, I think I struggle with that for sure. I think, especially now that like, I'm trying to kind of build like a presence whenever yeah. I see someone else post a podcast, not you, cause you're literally like <laughs> in a whole fucking different league. But, but like, I think like when I, you know, you see some other dude doing numbers and you're like, damn, like, I wish I could be on that, you know? Yeah. But, but that's not, like, that's so unhealthy because it yeah. doesn't go anywhere. No. Like, that energy doesn't force me to do anything nope. differently. It doesn't force me to, like... It just festers. Yeah, completely yeah, unproductive. Yeah, exactly. So, it, and, and again, like, it, it really needs to come from, like, just within. Like, that work ethic needs to come from within. Yeah. I think it's, it's definitely important to, like, have tangible external goals yeah. to reach towards, but that like actual force to be able to like complete those goals probably comes from like an internal kind of goal that you have uh, within yourself for bettering yourself. Yeah, and so bouncing off of that, one thing that I think is, is really important, it's another quote that I really live by, is like, don't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 30. Like mm. people go around like looking at other people doing numbers and they're like, well, I should be there. Like, why am I not hitting those numbers? Like, expecting why am I... it to just yeah, pop up exactly. Like but like, you don't see the work they've been putting in for years and months and whatever right. to like build up this thing. Like a lot of that stuff happens behind closed doors. Definitely. Yeah, a lot of that's not public information. So like you need to put things in perspective and set goals based on yourself. Like look at yourself now and look at yourself in six months and be like, okay, in six months, like compared to where I'm at now, not compared to where so-and-so is at right now, like compared to yourself, like where do you want to be? Not compared to where they're at. Do you want to catch them? Like, you know, yeah. it, it's about like seeing yourself progress yeah. and not like getting closer yeah. to others. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I see that a lot in athletics. I bet. Like, people, oh, for like, sure. I don't know. Like, Opsa, for example, Opsa's 2018 national champion, Seabull Chase. Uh, super good runner. He just signed with Flint Sports. Shout out Opsa for that. Um, Definitely. But, like, he works very hard. He's talented, extremely talented, but yeah. on top of that, he works very hard. But there are people who are just like, like, oh, okay, you just did this. I remember in high school, there was someone, <laughs> no matter what I did, they would just be like, oh, you're East African, that's why. Oh, you're mm. from Somalia. Okay, that made, like you're so lucky to be East African. Like I wish I was East African. I'd be so good at running if I was. If I was like, Jesus I my effort yeah. and work does not matter, because you know. Yeah. Right. Because of the fact that I'm from East Africa, oh, and God. I feel like that's a lot of what people are like. Yeah. Oh wow, look, they have all the stuff down. Wow, the Malay just got blah 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 blah. Or like, oh wow, they're doing all this like, big. They're doing so many big things. They're doing so well in this field. Like. They must have had some hand me out, like okay. yeah. And then if right. I had that, I would be like, I would be on that level instead type of like, stuff. But like kind of dismissing the work that behind, you know, getting exactly that, for like your podcast. Like if I don't know, top one hundred business podcast. He's like fourteen k followers, I think. <laughs> Big right, and it's not like oh, it just happened. No, he put the work in, you know, and right. Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. And so, did you see that? And did you have that kind of thing in athletics? A comparison mindset. 
Where I would, you think like, where I would look at someone like that? Right, like like when I when we kind of bring it to the analogy of podcasting, do you feel like you kind of had that with athletics as well? Just like a jealousy or resentment towards someone who did better than you type no. stuff. That's really that's good, bro. Yeah. I feel like that's rare. I mean, for me, yeah. it's like a, it's end of the day, it's a frustration to myself. Like okay. that's what I if I do poorly in a race, it's not like oh fuck they blah blah blah. It's oh, okay, what could I have done? Like I I went wrong here. Or I could have done better here. It's not like a, I'm gonna. Like, why would I hit someone else for doing better than me? Like, shit, I, I could have. Like, it sucks, but. And? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Man, that's so wild. Like, I think the worst I had was like, um. Me. Like, so. Like, I remember Osa when he made na- regionals and national for the first time. I was super happy for him, but I was also just like. So, like felt bad because like I looked at like that like could beat me yeah right, like, right. like that should be me as well yeah and that's like I'm not working as hard yeah okay so it wasn't like you were like no jealous of no Oksa. kind of animosity towards huh. anyone just right. like I'm not it's like you know mm. interesting where do you think that comes from like as a mental level like on a mental level what do you mean like why is like I think between two people well I think mine stems from just like when i was younger i was always super worried about like external stuff hmm. harming me like i was a really anxious kid okay. so like <laughs> don't give me that fucking little side smirk <laughs> but basically like i think it just comes from like external like uh not terror sure. like external like um possible things that could happen to me from like yeah, the yeah. outside outside possible I'm I'm struggling for the word, but I think you kind of understand what I yeah. get. It's a it's an external kind of like as an attack on me. So it's like, in order to protect myself, I like keep it on the external. I don't bring it on like an internal level like you do. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like oh, I could. It's like I could be doing better. Oh, well, you know, huh. I think I think obviously as I've gotten better, as I've gotten older, as I've kind of like you know tried to kind of think developed about as a person, developed as a person, like I've been able to have that level of self-reflection and maturity be like okay it's me you know but but i think like that that little inkling of that kind of old feeling still lingers and it just comes out in different ways you know especially with like success i guess you know for me at least like i'm bad at everything like (laughs) so so i I agree with that 100 percent. like i suck at so many things i'm so bad at so many i can play video games i can run but (laughs) one fact about me i started as the slowest person on the team Really? Yeah. Hell yeah, boy. Eighth grade track, I was supposed to team. Freshman year of cross country, I was the slowest person. I was like the worst for like two meets or something like that. Um, and then, like, and then like I tapped into my, I am talented, so that kind of helped in that aspect. But then I, you know, work ethic, all that kind of built in. So I come from like a, like, I need to work. Granted, I'm lazy. I'm very lazy. <laughs> but I, I come from like, okay, well... I'm bad at everything, so, like, shit, if I'm good at this, I mean, I should just, you know, quote, whatever. It's not like, I understand, like, I I know what it's like to be horrible, so, mm, I mean. Yeah. Like, like, have you seen me try to juggle a soccer ball? No, I have not. Yeah, I can't, maybe two hits. I don't know. I think my record's four, but, like. Hey, there you go. That, like, I can't hit, I can strike down T-ball as a kid. <laughs> that's I actually strike down a T ball. I hit the like the neck thing like four times. Yeah, yeah that's, that's sad. I just started to sit down. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's like so. I come from that, so I'm just like, well, 
And that kind of ties into my life thinking, like, okay, well, I, I cherish what I'm good at. Like, be thankful that I am at this. Mm, yeah, right, right. Yeah, man, I, that's so wild. I wonder, um, I just wonder about, like, how all that stuff kind of, like, because I've been thinking about this a lot lately, too. And I think I mentioned this with Nate, actually, when he was on. But um, just, like, the way that, like, my mind, like, works. And mm. the way that my mind processes different things. And the way that... It's like cholesterol up there. You're just... <laughs> Shut the fuck <laughs> And the way my mind, like... Just, like, how that, how that stems from, like, my memories as, like, a kid or, like, whatever, mm. you know? Like, I think that stuff is so fascinating. All that, like, psychology stuff, man. But there are also... Oh, yeah. Family ties into. I'm one of. I'm a. Well, I'm seventh of, seventh of nine kids. Whoa. Yeah. So like, I already have so many people for yeah. me. Where like. It's not just about you. No, I right. never grew up with it. Just like, so, for all you fans, I'm doxing for my friends, family right now. This is like me being alone is weird. Mm-hmm. Like I, I grew up. I think the longest time I was alone at any point is like four hours. Oh wow, man. Whoa. Yeah. So like I and I always thought with. I, mean, I always thought in like a mindful of others because I had yeah. that environment. That's probably so good for you. Huh. Yeah, that's why, I'm a, that's why I always offer so much stuff. Yeah, oh my God, bro. It's relentless. He literally <laughs> offers me like a million different things. We like eat dinner and then we get home and he's like, oh, you want some more peanuts? Some shit. Like, I'm like, bro, I just ate. Like, I'm fucking stuffed. Yeah. But yeah, man. I mean, speaking of like shout mental... Out, pro- shout out my family, by the way. <laughs> shout out Ops' family. I mean, Hamza's family. Shout out to his family. And Hamza's <laughs> family, too, yeah. But, um, but, man, just thinking about, like, all these different kind of mental processes, I wonder, and I think, Apple, you, I mean, you've interviewed a lot of people who are obviously, like, mentally, like, Herculean, like, Herculean, <laughs> you know? Like, they're, like, the strongest people sure. mentally, most motivated people. And I wonder, so, if you could... Talk about a few things that have most resonated with you with that. Because I think a lot of people want to know, like, what kind of stuff can I be doing? Like, little things every day, mm-hmm. little things every couple, like, every couple days that can make a big difference. And I know that's kind of, like, a big thing that you speak about and yeah. that your guests speak about. So I'd love you to, for you to touch on that. Yeah, so... I'm going to show you all a graph and then I can try to explain it to the listeners as well because it's largely a mental game and like so here's here's the background on my phone right now it's this graph and um, it basically compares um, your your um, your memory and the effect of your actions versus the time that you put in and basically okay. what it shows is that right when you're taking an action and like in the following like days and hours after taking that action like your memory of that action is very high like say you go for a run or you go to the gym or whatever like you remember that you went on a run or you went to the gym like that's fresh in your memory but the real like effects of that action usually don't kick in for a long time like you going on a run today might not start to really like have significant effects on your body and your performance for like a couple weeks i mean i don't really know that much about running but like i know like going to the gym like you're not going to see results day one like it takes a while for those results to compound and you need to put in consistent action same thing happens with podcasting like a lot of people 
they'll like, they'll see where my podcast is at today. They'll shoot me a DM. They'll be like, man, what's your secret? I'm like, my secret is that I started 18 months ago. Like my secret is that I've been doing it. I have over like 250 episodes. Like I've been working at this. Right. And a lot of people, they just see the results today and they assume that the actions you're taking today got you those results. They see what I'm doing today and they're like, oh, if I just do what Apple's doing today, then I'll get the results that he has today. And that's not how that works. Like you have to flash back in time to like where it started, like how did the process start? Like if you see somebody who's like an expert bodybuilder and you're like, I want to look like them, don't just start doing the workouts that they're doing today because you'll probably like break your back. For real, yeah. You're probably not ready for that. So you need to like take a step back and think about, okay, where did this person get started? You have to look back in time and those are the actions you need to start taking today to sort of prepare yourself for where you want to be. And don't like, if you see somebody, like you see a guy like Caleb Maddox who's speaking on stages and like making a huge impact on the world, don't think that you have to start by speaking on stages. Like you're probably not going to be able to do that. You're probably going to have to start somewhere else and put in those reps and put in that action that's going to allow you to get to the place where you're going to see those results. So don't don't get fixated on on connecting the actions you see with the results you see because a lot of times there's a huge time spread that happens between those and you putting in actions today and not seeing results should not discourage you because a lot of times it's going to take a long time for those fruits to grow. Like you right. plant a tree and there's not apples tomorrow. Like you've right. got to wait a little while for, for those apples to grow, you know? Definitely. So Definitely. that's that's one of the biggest mental hurdles that I see a lot of people getting stuck up on, especially just like instant gratification like we were talking about earlier. I mean, right. people go on their phone and like check how many likes they got on their Instagram photo in the last like three seconds. Yeah. And that's where they're getting all their self like yeah. validation. Right. But a lot of times it's going to take a little bit longer than that to, to really see the fruits of your labor like really grow you know right right so are there a few different habits that you've picked up that you kind of consistently do on a daily basis do you think yeah or that you're at least kind of trying to be in that mind space so i'm really like my day like if you watch my day from the outside you'd be bored out of your mind because like it's very repetitive for the most part like obviously i'm working on like different projects every day but the structure is largely the same so I wake up every day, usually 5 a.m., sometimes 5.15, if I was like out late last night or something, but I'm yeah, always 15 waking minute up. difference. Yeah. That'll get you that extra oh, REM yeah. cycle. Exactly, exactly. Get that extra deep sleep, you know? <laughs> so waking up, same time every day, I'll eat breakfast, I'll go to the gym, I'll take a cold shower, and then I'm working. Like that's my that's my schedule every mm. single day. Um, Why cold? Cold, I, so. It wakes you up, I guess. Yeah, it wakes you up, but also um, for me, it's to fight the flinch and like so whenever you whenever it's like a hard thing that you need to do like whether it's like um approaching like that cute girl that cute guy at the bar or like 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 just stepping out of your comfort zone like there's always this like flinch that you feel instinctually like you're like should i do it should i not Mm -hmm. and like a lot of people stay in that place for a long time they're like sitting in this place of like uh, I kind of want to do it, but I kind of don't. And that's why, because people will see cold shower and they're like, ah, I don't Yeah, know. exactly. And yeah. I just like, I'm I turn it on, I hop in, done. There's no yeah. flinch. Right. And like, that's just one simple way that like at the beginning of the day, I can fight that flinch actively so that when I feel it later in the day, just I'm say, like, right, cold shower, hop in, I'm going for it. Right. right. So that's why I do it. Some people say there's like health benefits and like if there are, that's great. Like I'll take them, but yeah. like that's not yeah. why I'm doing it. Has that helped you a lot? Do you think? Do you I think, think so? Have you noticed a difference? Yeah, I think I I take 
action a lot faster now. And that's, that's another habit that I've noticed among like highly successful people is like, they don't think about things for a long time. Like they Mm. had their North star, they know where they're going and they make decisions quickly because they don't have time to waste. They're not going to like sit there for like an hour debating, like, do I do this? Do I not? Like, they're going to know, like, is this a good decision? Is this a bad decision? Like, should I do this? Should I not? So it's, it's really helped me like make faster decisions and like really just be clear with like, this is good for me. This is not like, I'm not going to like sit in that place of like, should I do this? Should I not for right. too long? You know? Right. Okay. Yeah, man. I, 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 I'm very interested in like the habits of like successful people, you know, cause it's, it really seems like it's just like a few small things every day that make like a huge difference if, if as they compound over time. Yeah. You know, like a morning routine has been really impactful for me as well. Like a, just having some kind of movement in there. Like it's, for me, it's, it's really effective to like get the blood flowing, whether it's like a walk, whether it's going to the gym, going yeah. for a run, like whatever you want to do in the morning, just like get the juices flowing, get your brain active, get your body active. Yeah. That's been really impactful. And then, like I said before, like planning out my day before I start it, that's been a huge game changer because before I just wake up and like roll into the day and be like, well, what should I do today? And I'd like sit there for like 30 minutes, like thinking about what projects I should work on, right. or, like what I should do. But like if I take 15, 20, 30 minutes the day before to reflect on that day and plan the next day, then I don't, then I don't waste all that time, like thinking about what I should do and like how I can reach my goals. It's like, I have my checklist. I have literally like, I should have brought my notebook cause I like outline my day usually by like the 30 minute chunks of okay. like what I'm going to be doing. Right. Um, and I just know what I'm going to be doing so I can just roll into it and not have to like sit in that space of like, what should I be doing? Um, okay. so those, those um. are the two biggest things. And then just, just having, having a clear vision is really, really important. And, um, not like you, you gotta, you gotta make sure that your goals are your goals and not somebody else's. Like I'd say about a year ago, I was really getting into, to, I don't know if you guys know Gary Vaynerchuk or Grant Cardone. I know um, Gary. Is that Gary the v. wine guy? Yeah. Yeah. yeah the okay. wine guy. Yeah. So I was getting really into Gary V and he's all about like hustle. You got to work hard, like work like 16 hour days and like get shit done. And, and that's super cool. And I really just like took that to heart. So I was like working, working, working. I was taking no time to build relationships, to invest in my friends, my family. Like I was literally just working like all day, every day. And then I took a step back and realized like, what are my goals? Like I was mm. working on Gary Vee's goals and right. not Apple Kreider's goals. Right. And Apple Kreider's goals are to empower people to live a better life and to make decisions that are gonna like help them like pick a better life path for themselves. And I realized that to do that, I have to be able to like communicate with people and like have those social skills and be able to relate with people who aren't so one dimensional. Cause I was so one dimensional. Like I could talk podcasting and I could talk social media, but other than that, I was like lost. Like you talk right. about like, like, I don't even the bachelor or like game of Thrones. I was like, the fuck is that? Like, yeah. But that shit's not even like, <laughs> no, it's not like, important, but like you like, but it's me, a connection it's between a con- people. Yeah. Like right. I want to be able to connect with people who aren't in my, in my, like immediate like sphere because like yeah. I want to if I want to impact a hundred thousand people to like change their lives for the better like I better be able to relate to a hundred thousand people right um, from all different walks of life Definitely. so at that point I sort of took a step back and I was like okay I need to invest more time into my relationships into the people that I'm around than just like working on my business twenty four seven because like it's taking me somewhere but it's not the place that I am really looking to get so being clear on like your goals and like it's important to to really think about like who you're taking in content from too and this is something that i've been getting into a lot more lately um tim ferris said that too much information clouds your creativity and i totally agree with that like if you're listening to like 15 different people tell you all these different things like you're gonna have all these ideas turning in your head 
but it's gonna be hard for you to really like step back and think about like, okay, at this point in time, like what's the best thing for me to do? Because like you just have all these different like voices going back and forth in your head. Yeah. You don't have time, there's no space for your voice, you know? Right. So you need mm -hmm. to give yourself some space. And I really like to pick like one, maybe two people to really listen to them. Like find one or two people who are really in the place I wanna to get to right now, or who are really good at the skill that I wanna learn right now. Right. And really soak up what they have to say and really like channel what they're, what they're talking about instead of listening to 15 people people and like trying to learn from all of them because you're going to hear conflicting information you're going to yeah. hear stuff that's going to get you confused so picking like one to two people who you really have took the time to research and figure out like they're doing what you want to do mm -hmm. like those are the people you should be listening to again so so that's again kind of like spreading yourself too thin yeah exactly so i'm seeing a pattern here like so is it is it just higher quality it's quality over quantity isn't it for it seems like for everything you do three really important things a day mm -hmm. that Gosh. will best impact your uh, whatever you're doing sure. in your life. You listen to one or two people a day mm -hmm. that are best impacting your life, you know, that'll best help you, that resonate best with you. Sure. And then, you know, you do like a cold shower and like <laughs> go for a run or something. Like, yeah, I think that's really valuable, man. I think, and like, it's just, again, we just keep going back. Like, it's always the mindset of like, go, 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 get it done, get it done, get it done, get it done. Like, and that's even just like the mindset of like school, like you have all these deadlines yep. weighing over top of you all the time. But yep. if we were just able to give everyone like an hour, an hour, like a little bit of time to just like complete a couple things, I think, yeah, I think we'd all, you know, have a bit better time of it. You yeah. Know what I mean, so it's focus, man. Focus. Follow one course until successful. Like that is that's right. the name of the game, you know? Right. I feel like another big aspect with like goals and stuff is like if you remember CG talking about intrinsic and extrinsic yeah, motivation yeah, all the yeah. time. So intrinsic means like self driven, like mm -hmm. extrinsic means you're outside people doing that. That's a really because I have a very low amount of intrinsic. I'm lazy. I said I'm <laughs> extreme. Ask Clark. Like I could be sitting in the same spot for how long? Can confirm. Probably about eight hours. Uh, some days. Yeah, yeah, and just whatever. Um, but I feel like people are like, oh wow, I wanna do. I wanna be big. I wanna do something. I wanna be somebody. I need a sign. Hmm. Like that's. I feel like that's a key thing for people like i need a sign yeah and that's i feel like a really big like limitation for yeah people. yeah a sign is what you make it yeah like oh is that uh i don't know like who's gonna give you the fucking sign <laughs> right you know like that's so true like okay make god give me a sign like okay then when you see it you could be like all right bet which I and that sign wasn't that good give me a better one exactly you know like i need to be like yes i need to do this you know um, yeah, because like, I kind of think of it as like, we're all at the bus stop and there's like these buses coming by that are like opportunities. But like, we could just like watch the bus go by and be like, ah, I don't think that's going where I'm going. Mm. Or we could like get on the bus and like yeah. go somewhere. Otherwise, you're just like standing at this bus stop, watching other people get on the bus and you're just like, mm, that one's not really for me. I'll wait for the next one. Like, I, I'm not in any rush. Like, I'll just chill here yeah. for a little bit, you know? Right. So thinking about like, once you have that opportunity, like you need to take action on it. Like, like you can get handed this opportunity, but if you don't do anything with it, it's just going to pass you by. So you need to have your eyes open. You need to know what you're looking for. Because like, if you don't even know what you're looking for, then you're never going to know if it like comes right in front of your face right. and, and you just like missed it, you know? Right, man. Fascinating stuff, people. <laughs> fascinating stuff. So yeah, man, I think that really just about does it for me. I, I really appreciate that. I don't know if you have anything you want to bring up specifically, which we certainly can continue talking, but I, this was amazing, dude. Who's your favorite guest? 
that you've had on? Oh. Or who do you think like was the most just like, oh, wow. Yeah, like, who, who do you think people should check out on your podcast like to start as a starter? I mean, that's tough because like it depends on where they're coming from. You know, I got that's, like 250 episodes at this point. So there's like true. a lot yeah, of stuff yeah, yeah. there. Dang. But okay. the one... The one that really had the biggest impact on me, I think, and I, I, I need to go back and listen to this one. I try to listen to this one at least like once or once every month or two. Um, but I interviewed this woman. Her name, she goes by Syra. She's a rapper. She won a Grammy back in 2011, maybe. Okay. Um, with this song she did with Skrillex. A lot of you guys probably know it. It's called Bangarang. Oh, um, really? Yeah. So she did the I did a dance to that song. in eighth grade. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Spell Syra. S-I-R-A-H. Um, okay. And she was literally my middle school icon. I kid you not. I listened to all of her. Yeah, her. <laughs> I listened. Like, she was the only person whose music I listened to in middle school. Like, no shit. Like, I was oh, wow. all. Oh, Yeah. I was all about her. And at this event that I went to in January in Nashville. Yeah, she's got some crazy pictures on there. <laughs> Y'all should check her out on Instagram. At Cyrus says. Um, but... But the gist of the story is like, I was at this event in, in January in Nashville, and I connected with this dude who's got this crazy like eight-figure company. He like goes to China and like gets stuff manufactured. He's a crazy dude. His name's Richie Norton. Also listen to that episode. But I met Richie, and me and Richie really connected to this event. And I was watching his Instagram story one day, back when I used to watch Instagram stories. I don't do that anymore though, because that's not worth my time. Mm. But when I used to watch Instagram stories, I watched Richie's story, and he was hanging out with Syrah. And I was like, there's no fucking way that you know Syrah. That's crazy. And so I, I shot him a reply and I was like, dude, no fucking way you know Syrah. And he's like, yeah, do you want her on your podcast? And I was like, the hey. fuck? Did he just offer to get me Syrah on my podcast? Like, crazy. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. So I was like, D you definitely don't have to do that. I'm not trying to like get, I, I, that's not why I'm messaging you. Right. Um, and then next thing I knew, like Syrah texted me. Like, literally, I have Cyrus' phone number. She texted me on my phone. Dude. like, that's what so cool. the fuck is happening? So, yeah. I interviewed her. And so, she used to be a musician. But now what she does is she's a life coach for celebrities. So, she works with people like Juicy J and, like, big-name people in the industry. Trippy. <laughs> to get them, like, living a fulfilled life, you know? Because, like, they're, they're, like, having all this, like, quote-unquote success. Everyone knows their name. But, like, are they really fulfilled? Most of the time, they aren't. So, right. she's working with them to, like, actually help them, like, live a life that makes them feel good. Where they're not just, like, living for, like, like their next show or whatever. They're, like, actually living to, like live a fulfilled life yeah, so right. she had some crazy that's, wisdom to drop that's so interesting and like man just completely i think that's a away. good thing oh that for she's sure doing. yeah because i feel sure. like that's all big but especially with gold i remember i typed an episode earlier perfect example i learned at an early age i was like 10 mm -hmm. and i'm one of these shoes they're <laughs> a pair of nike they're nice and i just was like i need these shoes i want to get these shoes and i gotta just like yeah and then just like idealize these shoes and then i got them at 10 mind you i felt so empty when I had them, I was just that's like 10 crazy. year old, just like, wow. now what? Man, at 10 years old, yeah. that's, Dang, that's bad, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. I mean, look at that. Like, okay, I have a Grammy. Yeah, right. Now and it's what? the same thing for like these big artists. Exactly. Yeah. And for a lot of people, I mean, you get to the point, like you're chasing this like, oh, soon I'm going to retire and I'll make it one day. Uh, I think that ne that never comes. I mean, from what I've heard from like people that I've listened to, I feel like that never comes. I feel like it's not my, real. My problem with like rich, famous people is I feel like a lot of them try to promote a lifestyle they don't necessarily live themselves. Key example, what's his name? Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Mm, yeah. He's talking about about rich being rich, how to get rich. He's like, rich people don't sleep. Like we don't sleep. 
we're out here trying, you know, doing all this stuff, blah, 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 blah. And then it was kind of just like, you decide, what time does the stock market open? Dude, I don't even know. Okay, well, <laughs> opens at like, say, 8. On the, sure, yeah. 8 on the East Coast. Like, you sleep in until 10 or 11. It's already been open for two hours, but you didn't want to, you're missing out. Like, he's just like being, yeah, grind, 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 grind. Like, mm. we know, and I know for a fact, Steve Harvey doesn't. Maybe he was a comedian <laughs> and shit. Like, he didn't do that. You know, and he's like, up at like 11.30. He <laughs> right? had a late spot. Right? And that's why, uh, alternatively, Diddy. Shout out Diddy. Um, he had this video, it's funny, he's talking about how he hates working. Like, he makes money, enough money where he pays people to make money for him. And that's like, he's like, that's the hustle. Like, you have to make enough where you don't got to do shit to make more. Which right. is like, that's, that's Th- what. That's what he's doing. Exactly. Right. right. And you're like, you know, okay, that make. I mean, that makes sense. And I feel like a lot of, like, I'm Steve Harvey, for example, I don't know, he just, he was trying to, like, stress it and act like he was, like, blah, 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 profound mm-hmm. knowledge, and I'm like, think you didn't, you're a stand-up comedian, and you did, like, King of Comedy, though, like, I want to, original King of Comedy, funny as hell, like, very, very <laughs> funny. And he's on uh, Family Feud now. Yeah. yeah so. Iconic. Yeah, yeah. Iconic. But iconic. he didn't, like, <laughs> I mean, maybe I was doing, like, light shows and stuff like that, sure. but the style that, he, lifestyle that he was promoting wasn't one that he necessarily did himself, right. which I was not a big fan of. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta. Oh, maybe walk. It did though. I doubt, I doubt it. I'm a hater, I guess, but. Yeah, you yeah. kind of are a hater, but you gotta walk the walk, bro. You gotta talk. Wait, what is it? Talk the walk. Walk, walk the, the walk. To, you gotta. If you're gonna talk, talk, you gotta walk the walk. Yeah. That's right. That's you gotta right. be a product of the product, is what I like to say. Mm. If someone's like, like in fitness, for example, like you're not gonna take like fitness advice from someone who is like not looking the way you want to look, you know? Right. Or even like I remember that Khloe Kardashian was promoting this like weight drink sure but it was like purging your system and not too good for you what yeah. tummy tea i don't know but i don't know <laughs> shut the i don't keep up with the kardashians um, um, why just, i that. remember cause, i remember because uh, someone was like okay stop running you had surgery first of all first and foremost and then also you promote something that's unhealthy for people. Yeah. Like it mm-hmm. gives you what you want, but at a very big risk. Yeah. That's like yeah. another thing. I feel like people like, you're not a product of the product. She's just yeah. like, okay, like, let's say like, I get plastic surgery, you know, or something. I'm stunned, even though I am really cute already. And, um, <laughs> your face could use a little work. You but. can't talk. You look like a fucking sloth. Um, <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, boom. If you want to be like me, you got to do these exercises. This, right. This shit. Like, right. That's so whack. Like, even if I, like, I'm thin. I'm built, though. I'm thin, though. <laughs> and I'm not going to be like, okay, to be like, and you know how sporadic my eating habits are. Yeah, you could definitely yeah. use a couple meals, bro, I think. Yeah, um, but, like, I wouldn't be like, okay, for me, like, this is how I, but, like, it's different for different people. And you yeah. can be like, okay, mate, this is an idea that works for me, typically, but it's just like, if you do this, this is going to happen. And I hate, I hate yeah. that, like, I don't yeah. know. That's my rant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, and I, like, like, I never try to put myself on a pedestal. Like, I'm never like, do this, get this. Like, I'm like, he, hey, here's what I did, and this is what happened. If you do a similar thing, you might get a similar result. Right. It might be worth trying. But I'm not trying to position myself as like, I'm I'm the expert here, so just like, listen to everything I say, right. and you'll be good, you know? That Yeah, that's good to, good to point out. Because I think, and I mean, it's also for other people to yeah. be like, because it's so easy to be like, oh, he did that. He's successful. I'm going to yeah. just replicate that. But it, I think it has to work for yourself. Like you have to make it your own in order yeah. for it to be authentic and genuine. And that's what people resonate with. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So, so yeah, man, well, it's clear that, you know, 
you're authentic. I think Hamza might be, maybe. He when he gets a little plastic surgery, which is much needed, he probably won't be, but but uh, other than that, man. You should get Rogaine. Oh I'm dude, I worry about that. So is it is it your mom's grandpa? That, I think it's like your your maternal grandfather, so your mom's dad. That's what I've been told. Your mom's dad designates your hair loss? Apparently. I'm okay. excited. I'm gonna mm. I think I'm gonna go bald. I'm excited for it. Bro, I'm probably going to go bald then. Yeah. I'm excited for That's it. That's a bummer. That's dude. a bummer. Dude. <laughs> you think so? And my how much money are you going to save? Oh, shampoo? I'll use my body wash. That's true. <laughs> That's true, bro. It's Boom. the same thing. And then showers a lot faster. You don't need to worry about it. You can get, you can get up in the morning and just go. Cold showers a lot faster. Cold showers. I'm going to start cold showering, yeah. to be honest. Dude, you should. It's, it it's seems, a game changer. It seems like it, dude. I think a tip on the topic of like tips of self-improvement... I feel like something I did, and Clark shouldn't do this. He needs to do this. I don't look in the mirrors as often as I used to. Bro. Oh. You need to work. Um, but, like, I feel like... I mean, when I wake up, I always do because, I mean, my hair gets patted down, sure. you know? But besides that, like, I'm not, like, constantly... I know people, like, look in the mirror all the time. Yeah. Like, I'm just, like, I have hey, heard that, yeah. Me, like, okay. I have heard that that helps. Uh, I'll wake up in the morning, look at my face, see if I have like any kind of like dry drawer, like <laughs> eye boogers and that kind of shit, and then right. wash my face, and I'm good. And if I eat something, okay, yeah, is there anything on my teeth or whatever? But then mm-hmm. I'm not gonna like look in the mirror, be like, oh, how do I look? Oh, how do yeah, I look? yeah. It's easy uh-huh. to obsess over that shit. Yeah, for real. Yeah, but you you should you need some more maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure to continue to look in the mirror. Don't worry about it. A little, a little more than you do. No. Oh my god. But um You should go probably go look right now. But yeah, no, also bro, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get like salt and pepper hair when I'm like twenty five. Because oh my, my dad my dad he his he looked like exactly like me at this age and he started going grey like when he was like in his twenties. My dad went grey at fourteen. At fourteen? Yeah. Granted like my dad is from like he grew up in like he was like in a village on the like border of Somalia, if I recall correctly, and like he was like the like he's on a scholarship for like through the village and like like, so he had like a lot of like stressors. I was gonna yeah. say so it's kind of like a stress yeah stressful yeah. environment uh-huh. yeah. But I know people who are like going gray already. Yeah, or, like, bananas. Gray. It's a real thing, bro. Shit's catching up. <laughs> I feel like it's catching up quicker than we think. Yeah, Low-key. I'm excited. <laughs> one day, one day it'll just, bro, Honestly. you're going to be, you're going to be like the fucking, oh my God, I don't even know, the craggliest old man I've ever seen. Like, the craggliest, what like, I mean? I don't even know, bro. I can, I'm not jittery. <laughs> I don't even know. I can just picture you like with, but like, you're going to be a happy guy. You're going to be bald with like kind of the horseshoe gray. You're going to have a cane. No, I'll be, if I go bald, I'm going to go bald. You're going to go full? Yeah. Bro, I feel like you'd look good with the horseshoe kind of like. I don't know, but maybe. I mean, I have a bean head. You have a, you have an old man's head, bro. That's what it is. I think that's what I'm seeing. I can definitely picture you. I'm an old man. You have an old do, spirit, do you, bro. Yeah, have, you old... That, have you done that face app yet? The like looking old. No, man? I haven't. Oh, if that is true, I am not gonna age well, which does not make sense. <laughs> Did you why. look at it? Yeah, I. We should bad. post. We should make some posts. Dude, Get on the grind, bro. Get on the social media grind. My buddy made a YouTube video about that. I haven't watched it yet, but it's kind of going viral. He's got like 50,000 views so far on that. What's and up? it's about like how they steal their... Well, they don't steal your data, but like how they're using your face data to like build this whole like database of like Whoa. everyone's face. Cause yeah. like, through that app? Through FaceApp, yeah. Because they have like... Mil- they have like 
tens of hundreds of millions of faces in this app. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. That's true. And yeah, people this, don't even look like I haven't done it, but people is, people don't even look at like what the terms and conditions yeah. what they're agreeing to. They're like, right. nah, I have all my data. You can have my face. Yeah, like, yeah. use it for whatever you want. Dude, I've been hearing a lot about that recently. Actually, yeah. a lot about just like Google and like data analytics and like. We literally just give away. I think it was Sam Harris who said, um, "Data is like the biggest commodity that we didn't even realize oh, yeah. it was a thing until <laughs> we signed crazy. away all of our rights to bit all these, you know, Google and all these different companies." You know, like Facebook is free, but they are using your data. Like when yes. I advertise on Facebook, it's insane how targeted I can make stuff. Like right. if you have looked at an advertisement for like blue shoes in the past like 24 hours, like I can hit you with so many blue shoe That's ads, crazy. your face will fall off. That's it's crazy. crazy. It's so My wild. thing with like the database thing, like my face is on Instagram, Facebook. Oh yeah. Twitter. Like at this, like it's there. Yeah. So whatever. Yeah. But you can also like, but you can, but every day, they're getting a new updated idea of who you are, like as a person. All right, you can see what I look like in 30 years, too. Actually, <laughs> 80. The way that looked, that it has to be at least 80 years from now. Bro, uh, I had yeah. wrinkles, and that's not going to happen. So. Yeah, I don't know, bro. But shit, you're going to be a pretty cool old man, I feel like, Hamza. Maybe. If I, if I, if I am if old. You, if you make it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man. I really appreciate Apple coming on, spitting some knowledge. Thank you so much, Apple. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a complete pleasure. Um, thanks, everyone, so much for tuning in. Really appreciate it. You can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher. Follow us on Instagram. Hamza, hit him with the Instagram handle. At 7th Street Podcast, and it's the number seven. Absolutely. And be sure to email us at 7thStreetPodcast at gmail.com, and in that one, you have to spell out 7th. Yeah, it's not very consistent. Maybe we got to Yeah, we got to get update. that branding on point. Yeah, that's, we, we got to Clark. I need a little few tips from Apple, but um, other than that, man, Apple, if you want to just let people know where they can find you. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the best place is my podcast called Young Smart Money. Find that on, like, there's like 15 different platforms. It's on iTunes, Android, Spotify, all those places. Yeah. Um, and then my Instagram is at Apple Kreider official, still trying to buy Apple Kreider off this person. I've offered them multiple hundreds of dollars, mm. but, um, they are holding firm. So uh, Apple Kreider official for now. Crazy, man. <laughs> well, yeah, man, everyone take a look at this podcast. It's really cool. Other than that, we will see you in the next episode. Take care. Bye. Houston, we have a problem. <laughs>